0: G'day, guys. It's Steve here from the Steve Ends the World podcast. Pleasure to have you listening to me again. Cheers. A uh, whole bunch of new listeners over the, the last week after the Angry Pug episode, which is awesome. It's a pleasure to be uh, doing this podcast. It really has been fun. Really, really good thing to do. Really good thing to dedicate my time to. So we will continue um, for as long as I can. So uh, give me a shout out if you if you want to be involved, because I could always use people's help in getting more guests and whatnot. But uh, I've got something different for you this week. Uh, I I was doing my live stream that I used to do for many years and I opened up a hotline like a phone number that people could call into because I love the the sound of people on the phone it sounds like old radio kind of thing I think that's the future of live streaming like call-in shows and making it sound like the old days I think that's a unique thing it also like it eliminates the possibility of trolls on the internet like if you're doing like something on a live platform then people who you're calling on their phone they're not going to They're not going to troll you as easily. I don't know. You've got their phone number. It's a, they got to, they got to show up and use their actual voice. It eliminates the keyboard warrior possibility. But one of my longtime viewers, his username was uh, Curvebald, gave me a call and he's up uh, in the far North in Australia. And he's got some amazing stories because Australia is such a big, a big place that people like me from the city don't have experience with all the cliche Australian things like Crocs and seeing snakes all the time and whatnot. And I speak to a lot of people from around the world. And especially in the US, and they really have no idea about, like, geographically how big Australia is and the variety of, like, why don't I see crocs all the time? I don't know. But curveball really lives in that uh, in that kind of environment, and it's real, real Australianer, and it's got some got some good stories. So, good chat with curveball here. Hope you enjoy, and I'll see you guys next week. Cheers. Yeah. Okay. Tell me. Tell me.
1: I was big on on like bottled beer
0: and i was super
1: like nah beer out of a tinny tastes like shit right yeah 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 but economically let's think about it right a bottle is 325 mils you get 24 in a carton i right? thought it was so 375
0: and- a bottle isn't it no, 375 325 no, okay 3
1: 3- 375 is your tinny so if you buy a carton of tinnies, it costs about six dollars more. You get six extra beers, and every single beer in there is fifty mil more than a bottle.
0: Whoa, yes. So you do too. I mean not only
1: not only are you getting better economy per beer, you're actually getting more beer per per tinny.
0: And I must mention as well, I kind of prefer the activity of having beers out of a tinny.
1: Uh, look, it what what it depends for me is Look, if I want to drink something and look fancy about it, then I'm going to pick up some bottles. Of course, the thing is, in my town, you're not actually allowed to buy beer in bottles because we've got a whole bunch of issues with, you know, people glassing each other and
0: stuff. What, so you what town are you from?
1: In, I live in Kananara, Western Australia. That's on the border of the Northern Territory, a little town of 3,000 people.
0: Right, okay, that sounds nice. Are you, like, Is it far north? Yeah, man, like... um it's it's pretty much level with darwin i guess like yeah okay yeah so r- right up and there
1: yeah and pretty much if, if i drive about two hours north i've hit the northern tip of like australia you, wow. know, you can't get any more north in wa
0: so you'd be kind of near where Brody moss films his videos on um I do you know, know. <laughs> the youtube channel the young blood's youtube channel
1: uh, no, where do they film though? I probably uh, know
0: the place. He, but... he, he's somewhere northern WA, I can't remember, but uh, but he's he's like he's got this YouTube channel, and the whole thing is like, um, him going out on the ocean and doing spear fishing, catching cooks, and whatnot. It's really fucking good, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. I, I've never been to WA, yes. but it looks unbelievable.
1: Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Like this weekend, this is totally off beer topic now, but this mm. weekend, uh, because we've been raining for two weeks up here. We're in the middle of the wet season. Cheers, We're hitting up a couple of waterfalls and chasms or what's called a chasm. So basically you get to a point where um, you can't walk anymore. You've got to strip off and start swimming through like a gorge system. Oh, that's and then amazing. You from pool to pool and waterfall to waterfall and you climb your way up and just keep going. It's about a two and a half K journey.
0: But yeah, right. But
1: you up at this big seven meter waterfall and yeah, just chill out for the day.
0: Do you want to hear a wild story about up north? It's not. It's not. It's not in WA, but a friend of mine um, from Adelaide work these days works on on an island off the east coast of Queensland. So like Great Barrier Reef area, but not like not, not yeah. wrong wrong side of the country, but still up north. And he recently oh, yeah, got the same weather. Yeah, he got recently attacked and bit on the head by a crocodile. Um, it was in oh. the it was in the news but I got sent like a bunch of like the real photos and it, and I caught up with him um, a couple of weeks ago when he was back uh, down South and it was nuts. Like it's the most Australian mm. story ever. He was um, he works on that. He works on an island as like the um, general manager of like maintenance um, for yeah. the for like one of those small islands is like a hotel island kind of thing. And he was snorkeling, mm-hmm. he was snorkeling back and forth up the coast like kind of in waist deep water and suddenly he felt the full um imp this huge impact on his head and he said for like a second he thought it was one of the other staff members um from the beach throwing a rock at him and it hit him in the head but then he <laughs> quick quickly realized that it was a croc and the croc had come from like the ocean side and the croc like tried to roll him and um yeah and he, because he was in waist deep water, he was able to quickly stand up while the croc was still latched onto his head, and tried to sort of push himself back towards shore. And then, as the croc was um, adjusting its grip, he was able to escape and um, push himself Bloody, back yeah. towards shore. And um, the croc was like growling at him, and all the water was vibrating. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, man, is nuts. He ran, he ran up to shore, and like ran, and his like blood. Blood from his neck and everything. He thought he was going to die, but he um, ran up to like one of the other staff members' houses because they all like live on the island. And he got like ch- a chopper, like take him back to I don't know Cairns or wherever, wherever it was. And he was fine. Yeah, but...
1: that's super lucky because like where I go fishing, we've got big crocodiles up here. Like I've seen five metres sitting on the shore, like twenty meters from where I'm fishing and stuff like that. Really? They're just they're dinosaurs like it's insane just to the beach but normally yeah like beach or river banks or whatever like anywhere basically there's there's very select few places you you can swim in town here without running the risk but everyone knows the spots but i've seen them like you watch them when i'm fishing and there'll be wallabies down by the shore or something and they'll sit there dead still for an hour until that wallaby finally gets to the shoreline and then they can move 10 meters in like a second. They just give a big swish of the tail and they have fucking crunch these wallabies. And then after that, they just roll them straight back into the water and
0: wow. that's the end of it. You,
1: you never, you never see a ripple in the water until they are opening their mouth on the shoreline. They are like so hydrodynamic. It's insane. Cause they it's could just terrifying. sit like, there, like,
0: right? For, for like, for hours yeah. just still waiting yeah. for that's how they hunt.
1: Yeah, well, they prefer to sit there for hours because they, they don't have a lot of energy. Like, I think your mate was lucky because they've really only got one good strike in them. They, their entire way of hunting is like a lactic acid um, method, so they don't have any aerobic capacity at all. They've just got lactic. So they've got 15 seconds of fight in them, tops, and then they, they can't do anymore.
0: Wow. So
1: your mate managed to put his feet down or something and, and somehow avoid getting his neck snapped by a death roll. Yes, um, <laughs> yes,
0: because he was, happened yeah. to be in waist-deep water, so he was able to, like, plant his feet and kind of stand up, so the croc was, like, latched onto him as he stood up, you know, to, yeah. like,
1: but, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, but crazy story here, about four weeks ago, we had this massive, massive rain, like, I think we dumped about 200 mil in a couple of hours, like, the whole town was flooding. Yeah, yeah. And I said uh, the girlfriend took the um, took the dog out for a walk, and I was like, "You better be careful because there's probably crocodiles in the water now. They would have been washed out of the river." Yeah. So like, no, 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 it's fine. And then in the morning, all the flood waters receded, and we've got about a meter long crocodile sitting underneath our car in our carport.
0: No so way. Like, well,
1: shit. Now what do we do? <laughs> can't go to work. I'm not going. Near well, this. it just it think.
0: just rode the wave of the flood into the uh, into the garage.
1: Yeah, it just got washed up and then just hung out there, and we're like, well. I suppose we got to call someone and then there was no power for two days. So like, who the hell do we call? And eventually I think he wandered off and we only live right next to the river. So I can only assume he just plopped himself back into the river. But
0: well, you hope so. You got to check that shit. There could be a croc in the Gary. Could be
1: a croc in the neighbor's house. And then where to blame for
0: it. Dude, up up North is so scary. My girlfriend's family are from Darwin and her brother, her brother said the other day that he, he mentioned to their mum he lives with her and mentioned that he thought he saw a snake on the top of the air conditioning unit the other day but didn't mention it at the time uh-huh. like oh, no but that but he didn't mention it at the time because it wasn't that important because that's just what they deal with <laughs> yeah in oh, nt man. you
1: always sing out you always sing out for an air conditioner
0: mate that blows my but, mind because they're I've, always in the yeah. air conditioner because they come, but, what, yeah, what like do they come is- in through? Snakes. I'm so terrified of snakes. Oh, anything, it's crazy.
1: Anything, man. Anything. Like the air conditioning ducts in the top of the house. Most most houses up here, they're corrugated iron. Mm. And that's because we're all in cyclone territory. So corrugated iron is yes. level five cyclone proof. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it turns out that bricks make really good fucking projectiles in 200 kilometer an hour wind. <laughs> of course. So no brick houses up here. Um, but because it's corrugated iron, they can, they can slither through the cracks in the corrugations or they can do whatever they want, but sometimes they just come in through like toilets and shit. Like there's nothing you can do. Yeah, that. man. You, you try not to get bitten, but yeah, I've all, I've had snakes in the toilet. I've had,
0: you've had snakes in the toilet. Yeah. What? So they come yeah, through the like, pipes. So what it's if not you, a joke? Check the
1: toilet before you sit down and take a shit like you you
0: check well, what if you're sitting there and a, and, a, and a brown snake or something comes in and takes takes a bite of your agus
1: well bad luck I don't think I've ever heard that happening
0: but bad luck I, that has, that's insane yeah. that, sorry that's just too much for me I could never live because <laughs> I've got this like gnarly phobia of snakes for some reason like I've never bumped yeah. into a snake but I, I feel like I do need to in order to get it out of my system
1: well, that's the thing I was going to say about the crocodiles. Like, you think, you know, like, if you go to, like, a zoo or go out diving or something, you see a shark and you're like, oh, they're not as scary as what I picture them in, in my mind. You know, like, oh, it turns out that shark was just chill and he swam off and I'm not as scared anymore. Crocodiles are worse. So when you see a crocodile in real life, that's when you actually go, oh, shit, this is worse than I ever imagined it was. Because, like, you see him hit the water and then they're 30 centimetres below the water and you've got no indication that they're there anymore. And you're like, man... This is, like, dead set terrifying. <laughs> and if you
0: see the croc, you know that they're they're probably after you if they're in the area.
1: Yeah, yeah, they'll keep a good eye on you. Um, I've never had one, like, jump in. I've never heard of a croc jumping into a boat before. Um, but wow. I don't exactly want to even try it. Like, you see one, you just you stay away from it. That is as.
0: gnarly. That you is wild. Stuff,
1: yeah. But also crocs, they, they don't need to be hungry. Like, sharks, they'll only really have a dig at you if they're hungry. Hmm. Crocodiles are super territorial. Like they'll they'll kill you just because you're there. They don't need an excuse.
0: Wow. So yeah, you don't fuck with crocodiles. So the real question is why why don't you move further down south to get rid to get away?
1: <laughs> get away from the crocodile. Yeah. No, because I mean, up north is like best part of the country.
0: I know. We've I, got yeah. We've
1: got the mountain ranges. We've got the waterfalls and the springs. You've got places like for me, I really like like seclusion for a while because. Because mm-hmm. my job is so like full on and I don't like I, I have to be conscious around people all the time that I'm not acting stupid or something. Yes, Sometimes I just ground. have to go like away for the weekend and once I've hit two or three K's out of town, yes, I'm never going to see anybody again for like the rest of the weekend for as long as I want until I come back into town again.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah,
1: you can it, go out to places that have never been. Like, if you if you're looking hard enough, you can go out to spots where no one's ever been before. You know, ma- maybe the indigenous mob who've been around for sixty thousand years. I can imagine they've stepped foot on every square inch of their land. Yes, but yeah, everyone it, else, it's kind of like, well, you can tell no one's ever been here.
0: It really is like, uh, like when people talk about Australia, that's that's what it really is, isn't it? Yeah, what, like up north,
1: and it's like. It's the wild west too. Like you've got, there's no rules. There's no Mm. rules up here. Like, short of please don't drink and drive in town. Yeah. You can pretty much do whatever you want outside of town. Like everyone's got a gun up here. Barely any of them are registered. Mm -hmm. Like everyone's got whatever they need up here, and it's just like, yeah, let's just chill out and and do some crazy shit for the weekend. And with any luck, no one's gonna die. (laughs)
0: Have but, you seen the um, yeah. Have you seen the movie Wake in Fright? It's like an eighties movie or seventies movie. Wake in Fright. So. It's a famous Australian movie. Uh-huh. It's, it's about a guy from Sydney yeah. who's a student, and he spends a, uh, a bit of time in rural. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember what town. It feels like rural WA um, in a small town, and he gets like a. It's It's kind of weird. He gets addicted to beers like gets addicted to getting on it in the small towns, all the locals get on it really hard and he keeps trying to get away from the town and he can't, it's like really dark, but it's a classic Australian movie. It's called wake in fright, but I don't know what you're telling me. Kind of thinks that it kind of makes me think about that.
1: (laughs) Well, there's, there's a weird little charm to these little towns because it's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. So for tonight, like I'm, Mm. I'm just about to, just about to head out to a mate's house. We're going to have a couple of drinks. We've got two pubs in town. Mm-hmm. One of them is like what we call the hotel. So we've just got the hotel and we've got Sporties, which is a sports club that also has a liquor license. Okay. Now everybody goes to Sporties on a Friday night. So keeping in mind, like everybody under the age of like 40 is mm-hmm. going to be there. Mm-hmm. So what you do for the night is you rock up, you walk in and then you just table hop for the whole night. Cause you know, everybody. So you just right. bounce from table to table to table, checking out how people are going, how their week was going, mm-hmm. all of that type of shit. And it's just like a it's a really nice vibe because there's no strangers there. Like it's just everybody everybody knows everyone. So it's yeah. it's like a big house party, but on a town level.
0: You know, it's interesting because when people who aren't from Australia think of Australia, I feel like they think of either Sydney or like the Outback. So yeah. like no like, in between. Yeah, exactly. And the in-between is the thousands of towns around the country that are just like that, that are like two to 10,000 population that are that kind of vibe.
1: Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, we're, we're not too far away from being like true outback. I think if, if you go, um, if you look it up, there's a place really close to Kananara called the Bungle Bungles. Mm-hmm. And it's you, you go there for the weekend, it's this like massive, massive structure, 360 million years old. Mm -hmm. um they're just like weathered rocks that have got like they're all tiger stripes but they're probably 300 meters high wow And you just go there and that's like that's that's like our kind of uluru it's just huge and it's like it looks like what you'd expect the outback to look like if you picture uluru that's exactly the same
0: it's just we've got that's awesome seventy-five
1: thousand square hectares of bungle bungle instead of that's (laughs) amazing
0: that's amazing. It's the sites that like, we take for granted in living in the country, but then people from all over the world don't get to appreciate because Australia is so novelty to them, you know?
1: Yeah, and because, look, I, I mean, at the end of the day, heaps of people say, like, oh, I want to visit, I want to visit.
0: Mm. And
1: I'm like, yeah, definitely do it. But up until this year, flights from Perth to Karnanara were like 1100 bucks.
0: And what not, are they now? It's, it's stupid.
1: They're, actually, they're only about three hundred and fifty at the moment um, the government did a did a deal a tourism deal with virgin yes where they're subsidizing the flights Mm. so yeah they're only 350 which is pretty reasonable now
0: maybe um, i'll have to pay a visit as a virgin gold member who knows
1: (laughs) do it do it i'll come show you the crocodiles and the snakes (laughs) no i'll (laughs) I'll pass
0: i'll pass on that element (laughs) but show me the rocks that's fine (laughs) curveball so you're off for a couple of beers now are you
1: that's it doing the old um, see again we're getting back onto the beers Yeah. and I'm thinking that seeing tonight it's just going to be like a dirty get drunk night There's Yeah. No okay.
0: fancy. Well, what time is it the over Bush there in WA C- w- w- C- it is 20
1: past 6
0: oh mate you're fine I was like oh it's getting a bit late to get started isn't it but it's 20 past 9 here so that's why
1: yeah well I've got a few hours <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah you're good to go oh have a fantastic night my friend yeah. thanks for the call
1: <laughs> you too catch ya
0: cheers brother bye